0: This is Viewpoint with attorney and author Chuck Chrismeyer. Viewpoint is a one-hour talk show confronting the issues of America's heart and home. And now with today's edition of Viewpoint, here is Chuck Chrismeyer. It's unbelievable but true. Absolutely unbelievable but true. The New Zealand Prime Minister has declared that the population now in New Zealand can resume to its normal behavior within reason and, very specifically, can allow the resumation, the resuming of orgies up to 25 people. That's right, you heard it correctly. I heard her myself, the Prime Minister of New Zealand has declared that orgies now up to 25 people at one time are permitted. What does this have to do with limiting the spread of COVID in a nation that has had one of the strictest, almost violent responses to COVID? It reveals, does it not, the hypocrisy, the utter and total hypocrisy of this entire situation. Today on Viewpoint, we're going to continue to take a look at the current situation with regard to COVID, with regard to Omicron, the latest variation, and also with regard to how people are responding to it. And so I'm glad that you've joined us here today on Viewpoint. In fact, I suggest that you stay tuned to the very end of the program because you are going to hear the testimony of an individual, the courageous testimony of an individual dealing with this situation in their own company. It'll grip your mind, it'll grip your heart, it'll grip your soul, and it will give you courage for such a time as this. So, again, I welcome you back to Viewpoint. I'm Chuck Chris Meyer. Conversation is always with ever-increasing conviction, talk that transforms. What would you think of school children being asked each day to go in front of their class and state their vaccination status? Well, that's what's happening in Germany. It may be happening in the United States too, but we know that it's happening in Germany. School children in Germany asked each day to go in front of their class and state their vaccination status. Now, what do you think the result is? Well, obviously, because the state is pushing vaccination and trying to make fools of those who are not, this becomes ritual humiliation. Ritual humiliation of unvaccinated children, one of the three developments in the European nation that should raise an alarm bell for people who are for the mandate. Because, friends, if it's happening in Germany, why should it not happen here? Actually, didn't Hitler require things like that? Oh, you better believe he did. How about their brown shirts? How about his recruiting of young people to carry out his nefarious ends because they were easily motivated to do so. This is very dangerous stuff that we're dealing with. This is more than people's health. In fact, it has almost nothing to do with people's health. People's health is being used to obfuscate what is really happening and why it is really happening. So great is the resistance now that one Democratic governor says that the time for COVID regulations is over and that Americans should exercise personal responsibility over their health. Democratic Colorado Governor Jared Polis said the emergency is over. He said, you know, public health officials don't get to tell people what to wear. That's just not their job. Public health officials would say to always wear a mask because it decreases flu and decreases other airborne illnesses. But that's not something that you require. You don't tell people what to wear. You don't tell people to wear a jacket when they go out in winter and force them to wear it. If they get frostbite, that's their fault. You don't tell them what to do and where to go and how to do it. Well, there's a Democratic governor that begins to see the light. But the current president does not see the light. In fact, he has massive ulterior motives because he is being driven by others that are not president, others that are putting terrifying pressure on him to carry out their nefarious mandates to bring terror upon the people. Look what's happening with regard to Omicron. Have you been aware of this? First of all, we were told when it came out of South Africa, even the doctors in South Africa said, why are you people in the West making so much of this? This is nothing. The symptoms are almost non-existent. They're certainly not dangerous. Why are you guys making so much of this? But now we're being told and using words uh, that are words to induce fear sweeping developments of omicron omicron sweeping through the world sweeping through the country what does that mean it means almost nothing it's like saying the flu is sweeping across the country yes okay we know about the flu seen it before and omicron is very much like the flu It's not like Delta. It's not like the other forms of COVID-19. Nobody has seen it like that yet. Yes, indeed, a virus will do what viruses do. What do viruses do? They continue to spread until they reach the line of last resistance. What's the line of last resistance? When the majority of the people have had been infected, and then it stops. You see, we are not being told the truth concerning viruses. Viruses are viruses, and the implication of viruses is that you can't stop them. A mask doesn't stop them. Social distancing doesn't stop them. They just find other ways and gradually increase because they're contagious. And they spread, and they're airborne, and they pierce right through the mass as if there's nothing there, like cheesecloth. We're just being given a line that is absolutely unscientific, And being used to manipulate we the people in order to make us ready to receive a far more dangerous mark rather than the jab. And that is the jab or mark of a counterfeit Christ who is soon to show up on the scene. When I say soon, I don't mean next week. I don't mean next year necessarily. But he's coming and he's coming soon. Are you ready for what he's going to bring? Maybe some of us should be seriously considering not so much the COVID virus, but getting ready for the second coming of Christ. What do you think? We'll be right back. Nearly 500 Los Angeles school employees have been fired for not complying with the state vaccine mandate there in California. And 600 more are on the chopping block. In addition to that, more layoffs. The school district has to contend with as many as 34,000 unvaccinated students are being moved to independent study programs by January 10th for failing to meet the L.A. Unified School District Student Vaccination Mandates. But they're not the only ones. Our military is getting into the action big time. That's right, our military. And it's not a pretty picture. It has to do with national security, in case you hadn't considered that. National security. We know that 100-plus Marines have just been kicked out of the force for defying the vaccine mandate. 1,007 vaccine exemptions for medical administrative reasons were uh, granted, but 2,836 requests for religious exemptions were rejected so far. Why? Because our military now, under radical, ungodly Liberal leadership hates the Christian faith and will do anything they can to remove true followers of Jesus Christ from our military or anybody that has a backbone to stand against liberal mandates. This is very dangerous. So instead of fostering people who have a moral backbone, the military is actually stripping away from the military those who do have a moral backbone. Wouldn't you rather have military men and women who have a moral backbone to serve their country? Wouldn't you think that they would be more dependable to do that which is right that which is honorable in the name of our country i would think so but not those overseeing the united states military military under mr biden and it's not just the marines the air force the navy Over two dozen U.S. Air Force service members have been discharged for refusing to get vaccinated. They were discharged for missing the vaccination deadline, but they were younger, lower-ranking personnel. They were serving their first term of enlistment. Why did the military go after them? when as many as 40,000 U.S. military personnel have refused vaccination and have sought exemption, approximately 3% of all the troops. They're trying to use them as guinea pigs, friends. They're trying to say, look, do you see we're going to do what we said? And so they start with these low-end enlisted folk and say, we're going to come after you in the hope that it will intimidate the rest of the soldiers to kowtow and risk destruction of their own bodies under an unscientific mandate to get the jab. As of December 2nd, almost 11,000 troops failed to meet the deadline in the Air Force alone. This thing has national security implications. It also has fair government, civil government implications. Can the civil government, under a democratic republic, order people what to wear, what to do, what not to do, where to go? How far does the government's Power goes, particularly when the Congress has not acted any single one of these mandates. Not one. Isn't the Congress the one that is supposed to implement these things, is supposed to initiate these things? And what are the consequences? Think about it. Walgreens, having a rough time on the public relations front, Incidents keep rising where they are mixing up flu shots with coronavirus vaccines. For instance, a family in Evansville, Indiana, said they were all given adult doses of the Pfizer coronavirus vaccine instead of the flu shot on October 4th, and yet two of their children were ages four and five, and they were given adult doses. This is malpractice, friends but it's malpractice that's being facilitated and urged on by the President of the United States and his administration. Therefore, also the CDC and Dr. Fauci. They are all arms of Joe Biden. The attorney for the family said that the children have seen a uh, pediatric cardiologist and both are exhibiting symptoms of heart problems already. Just as we might expect, by the way. And how serious is this around the world? Again, we go to Canada. In Ontario, Canada, lawmaker Belinda Karahalios received an order from Speaker Ted Arnott to leave the chamber because of her vaccination status. She's a member of the parliament and recently recovered from COVID-19 and tested negative for the virus. But the Speaker of the parliament, Ted Arnott, ordered her to leave because the current advice From the public officer of health, was that she must be out of the chamber for 90 days following her positive test. So, what if she had gotten the shot? Would she have been had to be out of the chamber for 90 days? No. But she had COVID tested negative afterward and is still ordered to be out for 90 days when. Natural immunity from having had COVID is many times more powerful to immunize you against getting COVID again than getting the jab. You see, science isn't at work here. This is politics. It's the politics of power. The manipulation of the people, even those who are representative of the people, in order to intimidate them and bring everybody like raging, wandering cows into the fold to be under control of a nefarious governmental authority that has ulterior motives for bringing them all into the fold. The Member of Parliament there refused to leave the chambers. She said, the rules that you have set out is proof of double vaccination or proof of negative rapid antigen test, which I was able to prove and provide this very morning. I'm not in contravention of the rule," she said, but the lawmaker was still escorted out. She was alluding to her natural immunity, which more than 140 studies have shown to be superior to immunity afforded by vaccines. She said she was removed in spite of being the MPP, Member of Parliament, least likely to spread COVID. Doesn't matter. Doesn't matter. Ingo Rademacher, you might have heard of this, a former actor on ABC's General Hospital, filed a lawsuit against his employer on Monday regarding a COVID-19 vaccine requirement that cost him his job. Rademacher, who played on the soap opera for almost 25 years, was fired last month after he refused to get the vaccine, citing a religious exemption. The actor's lawsuit referred to ABC's rule as unconstitutional and said it amounted to religious discrimination. Doesn't matter, friends. Religion? Disney? ABC? Are you kidding me? they're going to respect a religious exemption no more than the military, friends. They all despise the Christian faith. All of them. This is another form of persecution. Lest you should think that persecution is not rampant in this country. How much persecution has to take place before we consider that we might just be on the near edge of, dare we say, some form of tribulation? And what is tribulation anyway? It's not just a fancy biblical word. You know what it really means in the Greek? The Greek word is thlipsis, which means simply Pressure. Being brought under pressure. Are people being brought under pressure here over COVID? That's exactly what it is, isn't it? Why is it we're so blind to see what's happening? This is not just about COVID. If you think this is just about COVID, you're deceived. This is not just about COVID. This is about something far bigger. This is about the entire spiritual environment that is being created in order to usher in a counterfeit Christ under a global government to make sure that you kowtow to everything that is told you, obviously, as they say, for your own good. And that's why Claude Schwab, the founder of the World Economic Forum, said Shortly after Joe Biden was elected, he said, you know what? We dare not let this COVID thing go without taking maximum advantage of it because we can use this and must use this now to carry out and bring about the grand global government that we have all been trying to effectuate for the past 60 or 70 years. That's right. I don't understand why professing Christians, and yes, even their pastors and parachurch leaders, are so reluctant to woo and warn their people about this. We care for people's health. This is not about science. If this were about science then we would not have had such ragingly different views expressed even by the Dr. Fauci's of the world and by CDC. This is not about science. This is about something else. It's using science as a cover for something far more serious and far more nefarious. Consider, more than 400 studies have exposed the failure of COVID-19 measures. A former advisor to the World Health Organization and the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services has compiled a list of more than 400 studies showing that COVID-19 lockdowns, shelter-in-place policies, school closures, masks and mask mandates have failed to curb virus transmission or reduce deaths. Are you listening? These restrictive policies were ineffective and devastatingly fail, uh, devastating failures. The doctor who is making this report, Dr. Alexander, Paul Alexander, said that while nearly all governments have attempted compulsory measures to control the virus, the research shows that no government can claim they have had a discernible impact on virus trajectories. No discernible impact. It's a pretense, friends. I want you to hear the words of Dr. Fauci. Dr. Anthony Fauci sat down with Mark Zuckerberg, you know, Facebook founder, now meta CEO. And Dr. Fauci finally said out loud what we've been warning about for over a year, about the rush to MRNA vaccines. He said they may actually make the COVID pandemic worse. Did you hear that? Dr. Fauci said the vaccines may actually make the COVID pandemic worse. Oh, we're going to go into that in a little bit detail when we get back from this break, friends. Oh, yes, we must. And remember, I'm going to share with you the testimony of one who has been dealing with this face-on, head-on, heart-on with his employer. You're going to want to hear how he dealt with it.
1: There is so much more about Chuck Chris Meyer and Save America Ministries on our website, saveus.org. For example, under the marriage section, God has marriage on his mind.
0: This is Viewpoint. I'm Chuck Chris Meyer. Today, we're confronting the deepest issues of our hearts and homes, particularly as it relates to the matter of the COVID virus and the so-called vaccines, which are not vaccines, admitted to by the CDC when it was forced by a congressman to change its definition of a vaccine in order to make it look like the jabs were indeed vaccines. Again, I repeat, the purpose of a vaccine, by definition, is, number one, to protect you or immunize you against something, against a virus, to immunize you. In other words, to prevent you from getting it. The second purpose is to protect you from transmitting it. Do these jabs, whether it be Moderna, whether it be Pfizer, J&J, AstraZeneca, or any other, do these, do any of them do those things? No. Were they ever promised to do those things? No. It's only those who are politically applying them that are making those promises. That if we don't get these jabs and get the ma- the majority of the people jabbed, or all the people jabbed, we can't stop the virus. It has nothing to do with stopping the virus, friends. Don't you get it yet? These jabs were never intended to stop the virus. All they were intended to do is minimize the symptoms if and when you got the jab then we were we were discovering that even if you get the jab, it could actually not prevent you from spreading it, but it could actually help facilitate the spreading of the virus. Please, my friends, please open your minds, open your hearts. Please not be so gullible. If you're that gullible, If we're that gullible with regard to what's happening now, just think what's going to happen when this counterfeit Christ who gains the position by flattery and telling the people what they want to hear in a time of worldwide created crisis, and the people are going to clamor for him to save them. Do whatever you have to do. Tell us what we have to do and we'll do it. That's what's going to happen. And you're being set up for it. Please, I'm telling you, fathers, take this seriously for your families. Pastors, you are looked to as fathers for your congregations. Step up to the plate and gather some uh, fortitude, spiritual fortitude, and a backbone and tell the people the truth. Warn them, prepare them for the times that are coming. If Jesus tried to prepare the people and his disciples, and Paul tried to prepare the people under his tutelage in the various churches, and John tried to prepare the people, and Peter tried to prepare the people, why aren't you? We're playing a game, my friends. And these times are serious. The times are far more serious than covid and now they're using Omicron as if somehow it's some new vicious form that is coming and rapidly spreading across the earth like a surging maelstrom that's going to devour everyone in its path. That's the kind of language that's being used. Fear. And fear has torment. And people are feeling tormented. Truth is the best antidote to fear. And we're not being told the truth. When Dr. Fauci came out and admitted, commenting on a recent study that showed that the COVID vaccines may actually make a recipient more likely to be reinfected than someone with natural immunity from a prior infection, he said this would not be the first time if it happened that a vaccine looked good in initial safety actually made people worse? Yet he's telling you that it is safe. The CDC is telling you it is safe. The President of the United States stands before you in all of his regal splendor, without his mental faculties about him, and reads from a teleprompter and tells you how safe it is. Come on. When are we going to start thinking for ourselves? It's not a matter of being rebellious, friends. I am not a rebel. No way, no how, not even close. I'm pleading with God's people to gird up the loins of our minds and to think biblically. To think in the context of the, of the kingdom of God and the greater panoply of his purposes and what the enemy of your soul intends to do to destroy you, to take you out. Yes, even if you claim to be born again. If you claim to be born again, he you're the one he's after. He wants to cause you to fall away. He wants to cause you, through fear or threat of force, he wants to cause you to be so intimidated and so, uh, shall we say, fall from your trust in the Lord so that you will be ready to receive his mark of pledge. To his kingdom. And when you do that, there is no turning back. Read about it in Revelation chapter 14, the first uh, 12, 15 verses. No turning back. That's why this is so important, friends. And when we talked about deception, you see, this is all part of the bigger picture of deception. Deception isn't just some isolated theory out there. It's reality. If you do not see how and why the people are being deceived not only in this country but all over the world, we must be blind in one eye and refuse to see out of the other. It's time for us to rebuild our trust in the Lord. Trust in the Lord, my friend, with all your heart. Do not lead to your own understanding or the promulgations of such deceivers as Dr. Fauci and the CDC that keep changing their tunes. How can you trust them? God says, I change not. Fauci changes almost every day. In some way. You can't trust these people. They're not promulgators of science. They're just using the word science to cover over their ulterior motive and agenda. The Dr. Fauci. So this would not be the first time if it happened that a vaccine that looked good in initial safety actually made people worse. He said, now consider all of the announcements made by public health experts that promised the vaccines were 100% safe and effective, even for children who are at nearly zero risk. But they're not 100% effective. In fact, they're not even truly effective. 50% effective at what they promised. They are not effective at all in what they are being promised to do. Then Dr. Fauci went on. In another address, he was asked on MSNBC if the Biden administration should reconsider vaccine mandates in response to recent court rulings. Dr. Fauci doubled down, insisting, quote, the communal good supersedes individual choices. In other words, what he was saying is, government has the right and the power to override your individual decision. Now, whatever happened to the so-called my body, my right? Apparently, that mantra doesn't apply to taking a COVID vaccine, which is shown even by the the uh, discoverer of this, Dr. Malone, that it has very serious implications for your body. And we're going to go over those serious implications in the final segment of the program. Very serious implications. So... We're going to find out what he says about children not getting the COVID vaccine. 16,000 physicians and scientists agree that the COVID vaccines are irreversible and potentially permanently damaging. That's why Dr. Robert Malone explains why 16,000 physicians and medical scientists around the world signed a declaration publicly declaring Healthy children should not be vaccinated for COVID-19. Are you listening? Parents, are you listening? Grandparents, are you listening? Pastors, are you listening? 16,000 physicians and scientists. Even the very inventor of this application of the mRNA is warning and has been warning the world for at least six months now. On this broadcast, we're not just warning you regarding COVID. Our bigger warning is to prepare the way of the Lord in your life. Because what is happening here has virtually nothing to do with your health or that of your children, but is intended to bring you under the final thumb of governmental control so that you will submit without resistance to the new world government that is coming shortly. Have you ever considered
1: what the early church was like? But the same can be found right now. Go to SaveUs.org and click Sell Church. We can revive first century Christianity for the 21st century. It's about people, not programs. It's about a body, not a building. That's SaveUs.org. Click Sell Church.
0: Do you know the failure to trust God on an ongoing basis is sin. Do you know that the failure to trust God kept 600,000 men, Israeli men, Jewish men, Hebrew men, who God took out of Egypt with a mighty hand? It cost them the promised land, except for two people, Joshua and Caleb. The Bible says the reason that Joshua and Caleb were allowed into the promised land is because they had another spirit. What was that other spirit? They chose to agree with God. In other words, they trusted God. They didn't trust the testimony of the butcher, the baker, the candlestick maker, of the Dr. Fauci's of the world, of Pharaoh, of Aaron. They didn't trust anybody other than what God had said. But what did the other people do? They murmured and complained and belly ached, and God said, okay, You want to be like that? You're not getting into my promised land. Maybe you don't quite understand what God said there. So the Apostle Paul repeated it in 1 Corinthians chapter 10. He said, those things happen to them for our example unto whom the ends of the world are come. Therefore, take heed what happened to them doesn't happen to you. Oh. The Apostle Paul was saying that wasn't just something for them. That was something for you and for me to understand. Because if it happened to them, it's going to happen to you. If you don't trust God, if you don't cast your care upon him, if you don't stand in the evil day and having to all to stand, stand. If you don't stand against the increasing nefarious moves of a counterfeit Christ and his uh, modus operandi with all of the figurehead of the power brokers of the world who are telling you this is what you have to do if you want to survive, if you want to eat, if you want to drink, if you want to have medical care, if you want to do this, if you want to do anything, you better trust us and take that mark. Are you listening yet with your spirit? That's why I wrote the book, Antichrist, How to Identify the Coming Impostor. Antichrist, How to Identify the Coming Impostor. I can almost guarantee you, you've never read anything like it. It weaves together the scriptures and also history, prophecy, weaves it all together in a way that you cannot miss. It'll open your heart, open your eyes. It's not just an informational book. It's a transformational book. That's what we need, friends. We need to be transformed by the renewing of our minds. Our minds are being renewed every day by the spirit of the world, the spirit of the age, the spirit of fear, right? Mm hmm. So let's decide. If you don't have the book yet, you might want to seriously consider getting it, Antichrist, How to Identify the Coming Imposter. On our website, saveus.org, saveus.org, you can give us a call at 1-800-SAVE-USA, 1-800-SAVE-USA, or write to us at Save America Ministries, P.O. Box 70879, Richmond, Virginia, 23255, writing a check at $5 for postage and handling. Now, very quickly, Dr. Robert Mar- 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 Malone says, uh, speaking for the 16,000 physicians and scientists who say do not allow your children to get this co- these COVID jabs, he said there are three main issues that parents need to understand. First, a viral gene will be injected into your children's cells. This gene forces your child's body to make toxic spike proteins. These proteins often cause permanent damage in children's critical organs, including their brain and nervous system, their heart and blood vessels, their reproductive system. The vaccine can trigger fundamental changes to their immune system. And once these damages have occurred, they are irreparable, irreparable. Second, he says, you need to know, about is the fact that this novel technology has not been adequately tested. We needed at least five years of testing and research before we could really understand the full risks. So if you want your child to be part of the most radical medical experiment in human history, then get them jabbed. How can you say you love your child when you do that? Finally, the reason they're giving you giving you to vaccinate your child is a lie. This is the doctor who invented the MRNA. He said your children represent no danger to their parents or grandparents. It's actually the opposite. Their immunity after getting COVID is critical to save your family, if not the world, from the disease. In summary, there is no benefit for your children or your family to be vaccinating your children against the small risks of the virus. The risk-benefit analysis isn't even close. So as a parent and grandparent myself, he says, my recommendation to you is to resist and fight to protect your children. Here's some good news. Lawsuits are mounting against hospitals that are banning ivermectin to treat COVID-19. So a court just came out and ordered hospitals to administer ivermectin as a treatment if the family and if the patient requests it. That's a big deal. Now, I want to share with you what I promised. This is coming from one of our listeners. This is coming from someone who uh, has been facing the possibility of being fired from the job close to retirement. The person has given me the permission to read this letter to you. This letter is to inform you that I have started the retirement process due to the upcoming OSHA vaccine mandates. I initiated it when OSHA came out with their Get Vaccinated by January 4th deadline. After much thought and prayer... I have concluded that I must refuse the unproven and biblically questionable COVID-19 drug. I also do not trust any invasive testing, such as the -the up-the-nose swabs that have been sterilized with ethylene oxide, which is an extremely powerful carcinogen. I wanted to get the retirement process started as quickly as possible since January 4th is so close. The OSHA mandate is being challenged in court, so the timeliness may change. I would be willing to change my retirement date if I'm not forced to take this drug and the testing remains non-invasive such as spit in the bottle test. I don't know how the company will choose to comply with the mandate. But as I said, I am willing to work with the management if I do not have to take the drug or submit to invasive testing. My concerns are multifaceted. First... I don't think these drugs have been shown to be safe or effective as demonstrated by the sudden deaths, increased heart issues, blood clotting, continued infections among the vaccinated, and the latest calls for booster shots. More importantly, my refusal to take this drug is religious. I see this entire so-called pandemic, which has a 99.7% recovery rate without the COVID-19 drug, as a way of pushing an agenda that has the ultimate goal of establishing a totally cashless society that can be monitored and controlled. This is why those in charge want tracking and tracing so badly. Once this is established, everything in a person's life can be indexed to it, including their identity and their money. This is what the Bible calls the mark of the beast. No one can buy or sell without the mark. And if you submit and take the mark, your soul will be irretrievably lost, as stated in Revelation 14, verses 9 to 11. I do not think taking this drug is the mark of the beast, but it is preparing us for it. In much the same way as a car receives a coat of primer before the paint goes on, it ensures the paint will stick. So consider this. If a man is not willing to give up his job to avoid taking the experimental drug when he knows it is the wrong thing to do, will he be willing to give up his life to avoid taking the mark when the government mandates it? I encourage a serious self-examination for every Christian regarding this. I have chosen to follow Jesus Christ. He told us in this world we would have tribulation, but we should be of good cheer because he has overcome the world. Once again, My retirement is being processed, but I will extend it if the company policies are acceptable. If not, it has been my joy to work with you all. I hope you heard that from your heart. This, my friends, is the kind of response that the three Hebrew young men gave to King Nebuchadnezzar when he ordered them to bow down to the famous image. This is the kind of response that Daniel the prophet gave. When the king ordered those in his kingdom not to bow or pray to anyone other than him for 30 days. Did Daniel rebel? No. Did the three Hebrew young men, his friends, rebel? No. It wasn't rebellion. It was agreement with God and trusting God no matter what. You see the difference? There is a spirit out there among professing Christians, many professing Christians, that is rebellious. Ain't nobody going to tell me what to do, that kind of thing. That is very undermining of our purpose. We should have an attitude of submission to legitimate government. But there comes a point where we have to be willing to stand for righteousness. And that doesn't mean screaming and hollering. But it does mean being willing to take a stand with a proper attitude in humility because God resists the proud but gives grace to the humble. I hope this program today has been helpful. I hope it has. We're receiving letters from various of our listeners Here's one that came just a couple of days ago. I recently found your radio show while driving from Lynchburg to Richmond, Virginia. I was blown away by the wisdom in your teaching. Like many, my soul was unsettled by COVID and what was transpiring across the world politically in answer to it. I had wondered if this might be ushering in the time of Revelation 13 and 14 but I had almost no one to discuss this with because it was too frightful and dark for most people, including Christians. So finding your program reinforced what my spirit was sensing. And I thank God for your teaching and look forward to your program every day now. I hope you do as well. Tell your friends Romans and countrymen about it. If there's anything that you hear that you disagree with, that's okay. As I said yesterday, come now, let's reason together. We don't do argument here. You don't hear me argue with guests. I may bring up an issue, and we'll discuss it briefly. We'll express our viewpoints, and then we'll move on. We disagree. I will tell you why I disagree with certain things. I received another letter just, uh, yesterday. Help me to understand this situation with regard to the tribulation and pre-trib rapture. I'm not sure I'm understanding what you're saying. We'll do it again. I understand how difficult these things are. I really do. I've been there myself, my friends. We're here to reason together from God's eternal perspective, not from our own, not from some uh, religious group that we belong to, not from our religious tradition, but from God's eternal perspective. I hope you understand that. Become a partner with us. Send your gifts by faith, friends, to Save America Ministries. Get a hot copy of the book, Antichrist, How to Identify the Coming Imposter. I think it will be helpful. $22 on our website, saveus.org. God bless. Be a blessing. You've been listening to Viewpoint
1: with Chuck Grissmeyer. Viewpoint is supported by the faithful gifts of our listeners. Let me urge you to
0: become a partner with Chuck as a voice to the church declaring vision for the nation. Join us again next time on Viewpoint as we confront the issues of America's heart and home.